Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. want to start off by thanking you again. We crushed my goal of 1,000 five-star reviews before the end of the year in iTunes. We hit that goal before the end of November. So thank you so much. Showed me that I set the bar too low. I don't give you guys enough credit Thank you, thank you, thank you. I could not have done it without you. But let's not stop here. If the podcast has added value to your life and you are willing to give me the gift of 30 seconds, especially for those of you that listen in iTunes slash Apple Podcasts and are willing to rate and review this show, it would mean the world to me. We are going to dive right into today's episode, which I'm excited about. I think it's going to be fun. The other night, and this happens a lot, I was laying in bed thinking, I wish I could take you guys inside my inbox because I respond to hundreds of emails. I would say probably close to a thousand a week. And in those emails, we cover tons of diverse and really important topics and challenges and questions But most of them don't make it to the podcast because there's thousand nearly emails a week and three podcast episodes a week. So I was thinking, I wish that I could air my responses, right, without personally identifying information, of course. So I thought, you know what? What's stopping me? Why don't I just take you guys inside my inbox for part of a morning, right? Because I spend hours a day responding to emails and we're certainly not going to do hours a day of the podcast And again, without personally identifying information, I would never, ever, ever, for those of you that email me or are thinking about email me, I would never share anything personally identifying. And I always hold back anything that is specific or also contextually identifying, right? Like how many kids somebody has or relationship challenges or references, things like that. I would never share anything like that unless I had your explicit permission. And even then, I probably wouldn't. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you guys into just a few of the emails that I have responded to in the last 24 hours. Let's jump right in. Let's not wait. Let's just go. So this first email came and it says two things. First off, full of admiration for you on episode 419. If you guys haven't listened to episode 419, little sidebar here, that is when I did my year in review. I looked back at 2017, or at least the 11 months of 2017, where I felt like I did well, where I dropped the ball and didn't meet my goals, and my process 
for evaluating what went well, making a plan for where I want to go from here. So that's the reference here. It says, first off, full of admiration for you on episode 419. Not easy at all, but as ever, you talk so much sense. I also relate to the risk attached in moderating expectations to a changed circumstance and the patience piece. But as I say, good on ya. Second, just emailing to try and stop this week from unraveling. Had a really good Monday and Tuesday. No indulgence, no sugar, no chocolate, no scones, no sweetener, fat loss breakfast, which I've been doing consistently for weeks, by the way. And a good daytime, evening, home-cooked meals, very limited cravings, if any. This morning, for the first time in weeks, I saw a change on the scales and began to think, wow, if I keep this up for the week, it could be a kickstart. So far, so good. But then that response in the scale to change with changing behavior somehow turned me into almost planning my sabotage. I am concerned that over the last few weeks, this slippery slope of a midweek choice becoming a descent into poor choices, I just want to ensure this is not a derail, and I want to know how to deal with the disappointment. It seems to be a version of the all-or-nothing mentality that I need to break. I essentially tend to feel disappointment that leads to another poor choice or break in commitment to self, I struggle with the bounce back. All right, so that's the email that came in. And here is my response. Since my response, my literal response, included some personally identifying information, I'm just going to kind of recap my response here as opposed to airing it for you guys directly. We always, always have the ability to stop the unraveling, and it is always, always easier than we think it is. The reason it feels so hard is because we get caught up in the thinking about what went wrong and why it went wrong, as well as in the thinking and planning of what to do to fix it instead of simply acting. It feels so hard because we're being pulled in two directions, both of which have nothing to do with action. One direction being, oh, why do I do this? What's wrong with me? What's going on? Why, when I see some progress, do I then go down this path of overindulging and turning away from the progress I'm seeing? And then on the other hand, how do I get out of it? How do I get out of it? How do I get out of it? It feels so hard because we get caught up in that thinking and planning and negativity and frustration instead of merely acting. You are. I am. We are always one small, easy choice away from stopping the unraveling. Always. We are one small, easy choice away from feeling like we're moving in the direction we want to go. Don't overcomplicate it. That is the biggest part of the struggle, thinking too much. Simply ask yourself, what is my next best choice, and then make it. Or ask yourself, how do I make the rest of my day the best of my day? You are one good choice away from a different pattern, a different feeling, a different mood, a different trajectory. One small, easy, positive choice. Maybe you write that on a note card, and whenever you're in a funk, 
you pull it out. What is one small, easy, positive choice I can make? One small, easy, positive choice I can do in the next five minutes. Going back to this email, in the email, there are two stories that this person is telling and both of them reflect what you don't want. Story number one is seeing progress leads to sabotage. Story two is frustration leads to derailing and I don't know how to get back on track. In episode 421, I talked about no longer telling those stories. You don't have to keep telling them or believing them, and you can create a different story, a different narrative. Instead of focusing on what is wrong and then keeping those feelings alive and those patterns alive, focus on the solution. Focus on the way out instead of where and why and how you are stuck. Focus on the way out instead of where and how you're and why you're stuck. Imagine, as has happened to me many times, that you get your car stuck in the snow. And when you press on the accelerator, your tires just spin and make it worse. You could sit there and be like, oh my gosh, I'm stuck. What am I going to do? It's cold outside. The car won't move. This is awful. I have places to be. That is focusing on where and how and why you're stuck. It's focusing on the problem. Or you can be in a place of, what do I do now and next? You're either panicked, focused on the problem, or calm, focused on the solution. One is going to make the situation worse, and one is going to help you get out of the situation. One strategy that has been so helpful to me is creating an instinctive reaction to a choice I don't feel good about. So we all make those choices. For me, as soon as I notice that feeling of, why did I do that? I wish I hadn't done that. Oh, I don't know why I keep making this choice or I wish I had done differently. As soon as I notice that feeling, before I give it another thought, I do something that makes me feel proud instantly. I am creating it as an instinctive reaction to that feeling of, why did I do that? Whether that is I drop on the floor and I do 10 push-ups or I grab a glass of water or I meditate or I clean, I empty the dishwasher, anything that will make me feel proud, boom, I do it right away. As soon as I notice that negative feeling, I'm trying to create that instinctive response to, I respond to that feeling by doing something that makes me feel proud. Remember, we are always one small, easy, positive choice away from a different direction. All right, the next email came in also related to episode 419, 419, where I did my year-end review process. This email says, hey, I did my own year-end review, and I'm also trying to pick three goals I want to accomplish next year. Two things came up for me. One, I'm pretty ashamed of how little I accomplished in 2017. But it wasn't a total loss. I lost 20 pounds and figured out what I want to do for my career. The second thing that stems from the first is there's so much I want to accomplish next year. I feel like I need to make up for many years lost to dieting and depression. 
I can't resonate with you in that you were successful in other areas of your life. I have never been super successful in any area of my life. I've just been average in multiple areas. I've never been super productive or successful, but I really want to be. I want to be the type who never procrastinates, who gets things done, reads lots of books, gets promotions, etc. I just don't know how to be that person. I want to be more like you, for lack of a better explanation. I have this laundry list of things I want to accomplish, and I have no idea how and where to start. Yes, you do. Pick one, and then ask, what can I do with this today, and then do it. I get it. I can assure you that there was a time when I did not have success in other areas of my life. In fact, and I've shared this honestly, my first job out of college I don't know why I wasn't fired. I was unreliable. I was lazy. I did the minimum amount I could do and still get a paycheck. I would go home and sleep for two hours in the middle of the afternoon while I took lunch. I would never volunteer for anything. I literally did only what I had to do and nothing more. When I look back on my performance at that job, it is embarrassing to me. I was awful. And I was near my heaviest weight ever. I was always overeating. I never worked out. So I've been there. But you can either focus on there's so much and I don't know where to start, or I will pick something today and I will take action on it. That is how you get there. Not in the thinking and the planning, but in the doing. There's nothing you can do in the email. You know, this person says, I wish I, you know, I want to make up for, I feel like I need to make up for many years lost to dieting and depression. You can't do anything about that. But instead of having your focus be on years you lost, don't lose another minute. How can I win the next hour? What can I do today to move towards the life that I want. Start small and start now and put that thinking energy into action. Ask yourself the simple question, if today was a great day, what would my choices look like? If I were to act today like that person I want to be, what would my day look like? And then start, get to work. You can do it, but you've got to be willing to start small, start now, and instead of talking yourself out of, there's so much and I don't know where to start, change that narrative to, today, what I can do to move in the direction I want to go is X, Y, Z. If I were making decisions in the way I want to act, the kind of person I want to be, what that would look like today is X, Y, Z, and my next best choice is this. Hard right turn on this next email. It says, hi, Elizabeth, I'm thinking about incorporating avocados into my diet and wanted to ask you what kind of improvements you saw in your health or weight loss when eating avocados. I am one of those people who fears fat. I know you say it won't make you gain weight, and I've attempted it in the past, and it did make me gain weight. Maybe because I went a little too crazy with nut butters? Not sure. But I recently started drinking coffee with XCT oil, which is like a different brand of MCT oil, and saw a huge improvement in my energy and focus. Plus, it helped me with my bowel movements. So I decided to give fat another shot. I would really appreciate your input, and thank you so much for your wonderful podcast. Okay, first things first. In this email, it says, I know you say eating fat won't make you gain weight. Look, overeating anything will make you gain weight. Don't get it twisted. 
Whether we are talking about carbs, fat, or protein, whether we are talking about carrots or crackers, whether we are talking about avocados or butter, eating more than your body needs for fuel will cause weight gain, period, the end, all right? As it relates specifically to avocados, I can't say like, oh, as soon as I started eating avocados, what I noticed was X, Y, Z, in part because... I've always really loved guacamole, so there was never this shift between before avocados and after avocados. I will say that when I, the biggest thing was when I cut out processed foods and sugar, fat loss, rapid, energy, significant increase, Uh, hormone balance, regular periods, stable mood, significant. Now, along with that change, I incorporated Fat, especially from plant sources, so we're talking coconut, we're talking avocado, things like that, and moderating protein. That combination made great results. But if somebody is saying, I just need to eat more fat because fat is healthy, but they're not cutting out sugar and processed foods, no bueno. If somebody is saying, oh, I need to eat more fat, and then they're just eating whatever they want, no bueno. This is why it's so critical to pay attention to your body. First and foremost in paying attention to your body, it's hunger. There is no fuel that is a good choice when your body doesn't need fuel, period. And then number two is your results. There is never a valid reason to fear weight gain because if you are paying attention to your body, then you are going to see when you're moving in the right direction and the wrong direction. You're never going to wake up when you're paying attention and be like, holy moly, I gained 15 pounds. No, that doesn't happen. That's why you have to pay attention. There's nothing that is not going to put on weight on anybody if you are eating more of it than what your body needs for fuel. So first, pay attention to hunger. Second, pay attention to results. And the biggest nutritional change that people would benefit from is cutting out sugar in all forms and processed foods. All right. The next one was in response to a VIP email that I sent out on six ideas worth sharing. I'll read you the six ideas worth sharing in a minute, but I want to lead with this email. The email says, thank you. This is exactly what I needed to read today. I have been on a personal journey of figuring out what my deep, true, honest relationship with myself looks like. Over the last two years, I have lost over 75 pounds through hard work and consistency. No diets, no gimmicks. I have used so much of what you put out to help me along the way as well. I am at a weight I'm very happy with, and now I'm focusing on strength and maintenance. What I have found to be the hardest thing to deal with, and something that ultimately led me to seek outside help, is realizing it was not the weight all along that made me so unhappy. I was always blaming my weight and the way I saw myself for my unhappiness. Imagine my surprise when I hit a goal weight and was still unhappy. That might have been harder than taking the weight off. Being true to yourself is not always easy. I have realized that there are people in my life that don't belong. There are people I really love but have hurt me. I have made choices I am not proud of, but I am working on believing I am not my past mistakes. This has become so much more than a weight loss journey. Thank you so much for always being open and honest with this community. What you are doing is changing lives. This email is so important because I know this is something I've said before, that you cannot think that if you lose weight, you'll be happy. If you lose weight, you'll be confident. 
and have like it just doesn't work that way. And it's one thing to hear me say that from my experience, but I wanted to share this to show you this is not an isolated thing. If you are unhappy, work on your happiness. If you lack confidence, work on confidence. And if you want to lose weight, lose weight. But do not think that one is necessarily going to give you the others. So I want to really quickly uh, go through this email to which she responded. It went out to the VIP list. You can get on the free VIP list. I send out emails usually about once a week on Sunday mornings to that group right on the homepage. You just put in your name and your email address. Um, I'm reading this because I think that there are some ideas worth spreading in it, which was the subject of the email. Six Ideas Worth Spreading, which came from the tagline of TED Talks. Most of you guys are familiar with um, TED Talks. Their their tagline is Ideas Worth Spreading. And I think that we, as a primal potential family, need to focus more on ideas worth spreading and then challenging ourselves to implement them every single day. When I was watching a TED Talk before I wrote that email, I saw the tagline ideas worth spreading and I happened to have my journal in front of me and I casually wrote down, what ideas do I think are worth spreading? Where am I going to live them today? How can I live them in my choices and behavior today? So here's what I wrote down as ideas worth spreading. Number one, connection is the highest form of achievement. Connection is the highest form of of achievement. I really wish someone had told me this a few years ago because like so many of us, I became hyper-focused on goals like money, career, weight loss, and at times I have been hypnotized by all three at the expense of connection. But really, connection is what matters most. Meaningful relationships with other people, honest relationships with ourselves, trust, love, intimacy, communication, integrity, joy, laughter. This is why I say so often that I'd like us all to pursue happiness as the path to health instead of health as the path to happiness. I am all for financial goals, career goals, and of course, health and fitness goals, but do not put them on a pedestal above connection. Do not put connection on hold while you pursue something else. And as you consider connection, please do not lose sight of the fact that it is impossible to have great, true, honest, and deep relationships with other people if you don't first have it with yourself. Connection begins with you. Number two, keep the promises you make to yourself. Keep the promises you make to yourself. We love to talk about honesty and integrity, and we love to hold others to the standard of truth, yet we break promises to ourselves dozens of times a day at a minimum. We care tremendously about being honest and trustworthy to other people around us, yet we are so often not honest and trustworthy with ourselves. Why do we hold others to a higher standard of honesty and integrity than the standard to which we hold ourselves? That has got to change, and we can begin to change it today. We break promises in small ways throughout the day, like we vow not to hit snooze, and then we do. We vow to go to the gym, but we skip it. We pledge to stay away from the leftover pie, but then we have a piece at 7 a.m. We make a budget and then give in to Black Friday sales. Take a sliver of the value you've placed on being trustworthy to others and start to value the word that you make, the bond, the promises you make to yourself. And in the smallest of ways, Begin today 
to keep the promises you make to yourself. Number three, the I'll start tomorrow way of life has got to end. It is totally unproductive. Whether you'll clean the kitchen tomorrow, eat better tomorrow, get to the gym tomorrow, or anything in between, we need to make a movement of now. If your tomorrow is Monday or the first of the year or when the kids go back to school or when the in-laws leave, the same applies to you. We need to create a movement of now. Tomorrow is a lie we tell ourselves to talk ourselves into a moment. And I have no doubt that our intentions are good as we argue for tomorrow, but it is a failing strategy. Now matters. Later is just an idea. Number four, your success will skyrocket when you stop complaining and assuming. We all do it. Too much. Both assuming and complaining take your focus and attention off of what matters most and on what you want to achieve. They are tremendously negative distractions. They require a ton of energy but produce only negative results. Try to go for 24 hours without a single complaint or assumption. You will be shocked by how many times you find yourself complaining about traffic or the weather, the news, your energy level, somebody else's behavior, the cost of shipping on your Cyber Monday deals, whatever. We do it automatically and often half-consciously. The same is true regarding assumptions. We assume how people are feeling. We assume what they mean instead of accepting what they said. We assume answers to questions or we assume our future behavior will follow the pattern of our past behavior. Challenge yourself every single day to make no assumptions and refuse to complain. Your energy will skyrocket, as will your mood and your progress towards your goals. Number five in this list of six ideas worth spreading, eat foods you love that love you back. It's not Either you eat foods you love or you eat foods that love you back. We can do both. We should do both. Find foods you love that are aligned with your goals and find ways to eat the foods you love the most in a way that loves you back. It's all possible and it's the difference between sustainable results and unsustainable results slash no results at all. If you haven't yet, Find your unique balance between pleasure and happiness. I talk about this in episode 409. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and listen to 409 about the balance between pleasure and happiness. You don't have to be miserable to fuel your body well. In fact, if you're miserable, you're doing it wrong. And the sixth idea worth spreading is the obstacle is the way. Yes, there are challenges. There are roadblocks and circumstances that make change difficult. Welcome to the human experience. It is true for every one of us. And you only have two choices. You can either see these obstacles as reasons you can't reach your goals, or you can commit to finding a way regardless of the obstacle. And the the phrase, the obstacle is the way, which is the title of Ryan Holiday's wonderful book. The obstacle is the way. It's not like, smile about your hardships. It's just reality. The obstacle is the way because the way will always have obstacles. I'm going to say that again because I think it's really important. The obstacle is the way 
because the way will always have obstacles. Don't complain about it. It's the reality for all of us. The easy path might not be available to you, but there is still a path available to you. The challenge is what will you do with these ideas that move you? How will you live an idea worth spreading and how will you live it today? That was the email to which that uh, listener responded. The last one I want to share with you guys came from a follow-up email after a one-on-one conversation I had with somebody who attended Ascend. So we were having a conversation. She was in a pattern of indulging in treats at work. When she was at home, she was eating really well. When she was at work, she was feeling like almost daily there was some kind of treat and she was giving into it and she wanted to break that pattern. So this is what the email says. Thanks for the call and the encouragement last night. It came just at the right time. Today, I kept promises to myself by staying away from the stale Halloween candy and the Christmas goodies on so-and-so's desk by simply telling myself, not today. Maybe tomorrow, just not today. Made it through the day and felt proud of myself and better and actually found that I ate less all day because I wasn't trying to feed that sugar monster. Isn't it a terrible loop that monster gets you in? You know you can't be physically hungry, but the mental and emotional feed your body something is so powerful. When I avoid it altogether, I don't struggle, period. I hardly ate any lunch because I wasn't hungry. I had a nice big breakfast and wasn't hungry until dinner. Sugar is a terrible monster. Blah. Anyway, just wanted to give you an update. I responded, I know you said... Isn't it a terrible loop that sugar monster gets you in? And I would counter, isn't it amazing that you can feel so much better after just one day? So you can see it as, oh, the sugar monster's so bad. Or isn't it amazing that after just one day, just one day, not three weeks or three months of consistency, one day, you can feel so much better. I think that's amazing. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this look inside my inbox. Do not forget that the first Fat Loss Fast Track of 2018 kicks off in early January, and I am opening up registration to the waitlist in just a couple of weeks. To get on the waitlist, I will link it up over in the show notes on primalpotential.com, or you can go directly to primalpotential.com forward slash wait18. Primalpotential.com forward slash wait18. That's W-A-I-T and then the number 18 to get on the wait list. I am pumped about some changes to the winter fat loss fast track, specifically using this group as a way to incorporate the primary tenets of change and growth that are going to be a big part of my first book. So it is going to be the best fat loss fast track yet. There's going to be an all new journal I'm super pumped for, as well as new challenges. It's going to be amazing. But space is limited and the wait list gets first access. If you want to know more about how the fat loss fast track works, 
what it includes, how much it costs, first listen to episodes 391 and 352. Episodes 391 and 352 for details. Just keep in mind, I am switching some things up for this winter. They're going to be awesome and highly impactful changes. But listen to episodes 391 and 352 if you want to know more. And then make sure you're on that wait list, primalpotential.com forward slash wait 18 to get on the wait list so that you get the first opportunity to join up. Hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.